Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. What a weekend of sports and what a week ahead. The classic Gonzaga win on Saturday. Stanford wins the women's title in another wild game last night. We have the men's college basketball championship tonight, Baylor and Gonzaga. And of course, it's Masters week. Yes, the Masters tees off on Thursday after just a five-month wait since the previous Masters. So a lot going on, a great sports week early April. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, April 5th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everyone had a great weekend. It was beautiful weather here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and great to get outside. Let's start with the women's tournament, wild win for Stanford over Arizona, and more accomplishments for Stanford coach Tara Vanderveer. It was the first championship for Stanford and their Hall of Fame coach since 1992. What a year for this team. This team was on the road for nearly 10 weeks because of the coronavirus. They spent 86 days in hotels during the season. What an accomplishment for Stanford. What else was significant about the women's tournament? Well, it was a very successful tournament for the Pac-12, as the title game featured Pac-12 rivals. Also, as we've talked on the Buzzcast for the last few weeks, the women's tournament was the centerpiece of a discussion about the inequities between men's and women's college sports. I believe those discussions will be long-lasting and far-reaching. So the NCAA has crowned a women's champion. Now tonight, they look to complete its very non-traditional season by crowning a men's winner. We'll have all of that on tomorrow's Buzzcast. Let's move to Major League Baseball because I have never seen Major League Baseball act as swiftly as it did on Friday when Commissioner Rob Manfred announced he was moving the All-Star Game from Truist Field in July. The move came just eight days after Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signed a major elections overhaul into law. Kemp severely criticized Major League Baseball and Manfred over the weekend, and former President Donald Trump called for a boycott of Major League Baseball. Remember, baseball was prepared to celebrate an all-star week dedicated to Hank Aaron, and Manfred did not see that happening. And Manfred has the authority alone to move the game. Reading a lot of the news over the weekend, here's what we know. The Athletic reports that Rob Manfred made his decision quickly, and apparently not much before the league's announcement on Friday went out. He had a call with his executive council, which comprises of eight owners on Friday afternoon, and the announcement came just after that. Manfred was reportedly concerned that players could eventually decide to boycott the All-Star game if it remained in Georgia, and he did not see that as a tenable situation at all. And two, Manfred had major concern that corporate sponsors would not support the game if it remained in Atlanta. So Manfred made the quick move to pull the game. It's a significant move for a very traditional sport. Baseball is a very traditional sport, not known to take risk or make public stance. And Manfred put the league out there quite significantly 
on Friday. Meanwhile, the Braves issued a very lengthy statement on Friday saying they were deeply disappointed with Major League Baseball's decision to move the game. The Braves said, quote, this was neither our decision nor our recommendation, and we are saddened that fans will not be able to see this event in our city, end quote. I found that was a very surprisingly strong statement by a team against a league's move. It was a very rare public rebuke of Major League Baseball by a team. Now, remember, the Braves and Cobb County began pursuing an all-star game as soon as Truist Park opened in 2017. They were officially awarded the game in 2019. And my apologies, it's Truist Park. I misspoke and said Truist Field earlier. But this story is not going to go away. There's going to be a lot of reaction about MLB's decision in the days and weeks ahead. Let's move to some agency news about Octagon, because Octagon is making some moves in its executive ranks, as longtime company executive John Shea has moved from president of marketing and events to CEO of Octagon Sports and Entertainment. That is a large agency. Longtime Octagon chairman Rick Dudley takes a step back and relinquishes day-to-day responsibilities. He'll remain chairman and provide strategic direction and support to the company's executive team, but Rick Dudley clearly taking a step back. He has been CEO for the last 18 years, very effective leader of that agency, and now will be able to take some time to relax and work on his golf game, but also stay involved with Octagon. Meanwhile, Phil DiPiciato, founder and president of Octagon, will co-manage Octagon with John Shea. And John Shea has been at Octagon since 1994. He knows the culture and the company very well. This should be a very seamless transition. They all get along. They've worked together for years. And again, John Shea moving up to CEO of Octagon Sports and Entertainment as longtime Octagon Chair Rick Dudley takes a step back. Some very good news over the weekend that I think the sports industry should pay attention to. What is it about? Well, it's about moviegoers returning to the theaters. Yes, Godzilla vs. Kong, the movie that opened Wednesday, took in nearly $50 million at more than 3,000 North America cinemas. Now, why is that interesting? Well, that was by far the largest turnout by far for a movie since the pandemic began. So it's a very good sign that people said they want to return to the movie theater. They want to see movies in the movie theater, even though Godzilla vs. Kong was also available on HBO Max. But people didn't stay at home to stream it. Many of them went out, which I think is a very good sign for the live entertainment experience and the live sports experience. And finally, if you're a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, Get used to seeing him for the next two weeks. He will be host of Jeopardy. The first episode airs tonight in syndication. The shows were taped over a couple of days in February. Aaron Rodgers, a big Jeopardy fan, will be host of Jeopardy for the next two weeks. So that is your morning buzzcast for Monday, April 5th. I'm Abe Matcor. Hope everybody enjoys the men's college basketball championship tonight. Again, congratulations to the Stanford team for winning the women's college basketball tournament last night. Hope everybody has a great day. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex. 
equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.